You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks for tuning in for another wonderful episode of SOB Style of Business. This is your host, Keetra. And today I am here with Dr. Tony Warwick, who is a minister, author, business consultant, and an entrepreneur. And today he's taking some time to visit with us and share with us the wonderful projects that he has going and all of the wonderful things that God is doing in his life. So we are going to have a great conversation. I've definitely been looking forward to this one. And uh, I will allow him a minute to give an introduction. And you guys know the drill. So, Dr. Tony, how are you doing today? How's it going? I'm doing well. Bless and highly favored. Doing awesome. I really got no complaints. God has been good and God has been faithful. So, yeah, life is good. Good deal. Yeah, we're definitely excited to have you on. We appreciate you visiting with us. And I just want to take a minute to allow you to give us a little bit about your background and experience. I read your bio, so I know a a little bit of history. But if you'll just take a minute to share with our listeners, we'll, we'll start there. Yeah, you know, I'll try to, <laughs> I'll the short try to version. make it uh, yeah. <laughs> as quick as possible. It's a lot to me. But um, I grew up in Washington, D.C., grew up in the inner city, and graduated from high school, went off to uh, Raleigh, North Carolina to go to college, went to undergrad there, got involved with a lot of uh, organizations and learned a lot about just different things and, you know, different things that inspired me. And from there on, I... Um, well, in college, I ran track and joined the FCA and a fraternity and all that stuff. And then I went on to grad school, got my uh, my master's, got a few different master's degrees. And then, uh, you know, and got into uh, being a firefighter. And firefighting led me into the world of um, investments and, like, real estate and stuff like that. And that's where I really started to understand what business was really about. Kind of went to business school after that. And I still was in the fire department, but just one thing led to another. Then I, you know, left the fire department, went into education. Uh, that's kind of where I am now, I'm kind of mentoring the youth. I run a uh, youth program where we have anywhere from about 3,500 enrollments. Uh, so that is doing very, very awesome. And I do a lot of business consulting. I help a lot of grassroots companies really just launch into whatever endeavors they want to um, get into. Um, and so it's, there's a lot more complex things. Yeah. <laughs> that being a nutshell, you know, without getting real deep. All right. Yeah, we appreciate you sharing that. with. And so from what I have read, I know you're a best-selling author. You have some wonderful projects, eBooks in the works. In addition to your your latest book, which is Love Unfazed, not Love Unfazed, I'm sorry, that's their tagline, but your latest book, which is Jesus and Coffee, which we'll get back and we'll get into that here in a bit. But I really want to talk to you about your mission to transform people's lives or to at least be, you know, some a bit of service and assistance in that. What actually led you to that line of work? I don't know if it's so much that something led me. I think it's what kind of the work kind of chose me yeah. from the day that I can, I think day I was born. Um, for some reason, I've always had this love for helping and serving people. And I don't know if it came from the trials and tribulations that I experienced growing up, uh, or some of the trauma that I experienced in, in, in my youth. But I just 
always love helping people. I mean, this really started in like the health and fitness kind of industry, you know, doing some personal training and things like that, you know, in my teenage years and just really being all into the athletics. And that, you know, that led me to helping people in the fire department and going into education and ministry. I think for me, um, yeah, I just find, I find joy in that. And then hopefully one day, way, way, way down the line, yeah. uh, maybe one day in politics, local politics. I don't want to do anything on a federal level. Yeah, <laughs> I, I understand. Know, that's kind of where I am. Right, right, right. No, I, I totally understand that. And I know, like, I, I, we are, I'm actually in one of your, your LinkedIn networks, and I love uh, the inspiration that you give on a daily basis. And a lot of it is more, you know, a lot of faith-based, inspirational stuff, motivational themed topics and quotes and, and things like that that you post. And let's let's talk about faith because it means different things to different people. So tell us a, a little bit of, about your take. Like how important is faith to you? And then what does it mean to have it? Yeah, I think faith is everything for the believer. Faith moves mountains. You're putting your faith in the supreme being, understanding that everything starts with that faith in that person and who we consider God is. Right. Um, faith is, well, let me say it this way. If prayer is the key to having doorsteps, mm-hmm. then faith is what unlocks the door. You know, it's, faith is the thing that, that helps you get from step A to step B. You know, so everything you want to do from a professional, from a professional industry, in the professional industries, or just on a personal level, it starts with your faith. But it was saying that, though, got to understand how faith is developed. You know, your faith is developed in those valleys. You know, um, when you're feeling your dreams being shattered and you're feeling hopeless and helpless, that's where God, believing God's power and God's presence and having faith in that, that's where it begins. So faith is not God doing something for you. Mm-hmm. Faith is not hoping that he will do something. Faith is thanking God in advance. So before I get into this endeavor, I'm already thanking God for the excellence of it. I'm already thanking God for the expectation of success. I'm thanking God for all these different things. So that's what faith is for me. Yeah, I love that. That is so, so, so true. And as far as uh, I know you mentioned we get into these different endeavors and things like that. I I know that's a part of the journey, the journey and how it unfolds. How does that pertain to faith? Do you so faith are you saying like faith is more I guess it's developed in those moments of our journey. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And so think about the journey. Think about when you start the journey. You're excited. You're ready to, to conquer the world. But in any industry, in any endeavor, the way you start, you give it a little bit of time, you're not going to be in that same seat. You're yeah. going to get punched in the face. So that's where your faith has to come in, that you're still pursuing this, especially if you believe this is something God has told you. Your faith has to kick in, but that's the way you get through that. As an entrepreneur, as a businessman, businesswoman, you're going to have those seasons where it's going to be very trying, and that journey becomes a wilderness. And mm. so where, where do your faith at? Where is your faith at that point? And so that's where your faith in, in who God is, that's where it kicks in. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. Great, great, great stuff. All right, Dr. Tony, let's talk about your latest book, which is, uh, like I mentioned just a few moments ago, Jesus and Coffee, uh, which is a 30-day devotional. Tell us a little bit about what inspired you to pin that. 
kind of brings us into the next question, which, you know, has a lot to do with including God in our lives on a daily basis, because you often talk about personal transformation and the power that we have within us to live a life of peace and joy and happiness. But a lot of times we don't incorporate God. So let's talk a little bit about how important is it for us to incorporate God into our lives so that we can experience, you know, like joy and and peace. Yeah, I think it's Incorporating God is um, in your daily life. I think that's the beginning of everything. You know, it's really laying down a solid foundation. And if you want to experience like true love, you got to incorporate God. If you want to understand grace, mercy, gift, you got to incorporate God. Um, it's the it's the start, it's the beginning, all wisdom. And so, whatever you want to do in life, you can put God as the foundation and build on on top of that. Now you're starting to set yourself up for success. So for me, incorporating God in daily life is everything. I mean, you have to put God, your, your God is your foundation in your marriage. Then you have a better chance of having a, a happy marriage, you yeah. know? And so when you pursue joy, peace, and happiness, God has to be the foundation of that. Yeah, and I know like there's, there's different ministries and different youth directors that talk about including God first when it comes to the, you know, the first thing you need to do when you wake up is you need to spend time with God. And I know like Joyce Meyer does a good job of just talk about how, you know, you need to include God and, and things like that. But sometimes it's with all the distractions, you know, we got the first thing we do when we wake up, we grab the cell phone or we check the emails or we, you know, we're doing other things. We're not even thinking about it, but what are some steps that we can take? Like what is at the very minimal, what should be something for those of us who are interested, let me put it that way. What would be a good first step to be able to do that, to include God on a daily basis? Yeah, so I think I think as a people, we kind of overcomplicate things. First, God has to be a priority for you. 
right? right and yeah. so if God is your priority, then your phone will be the first thing you grab. First thing you grab. Now let's say hypothetically you're an extremely busy person right. and you're, you're <laughs> making multi-billion dollar deals and your phone is always buzzing and stuff like that. You have to figure out a way to call about 30 seconds, a minute. You just think God. Right. Yeah. And in that place, that's where you're really saying, okay, I submit to you. And that's all it really takes. Now, of course, as you mature in your faith, you're maturing your spirituality, that 30 seconds, that minute will turn into five minutes, turn to 30 minutes, turn into an hour. But you just start somewhere. Start. start. I mean, as soon as you open your eyes, just thank you. You know, just say, thank you, Lord, for waking me up. Just start there. And so we don't have to overcomplicate this. God knows that you're extremely busy. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, he probably allows you to be that busy. <laughs> right. You know, he set you up for something else, right? <laughs> exactly, so, yeah. I mean, just say thank you and start right there. And the Holy Spirit will lead you to more developed conversations with God. Oh, that's great. That is great, great, great. All right. So, and I, speaking of that, I know you just mentioned on phase the book that you will be releasing here shortly, but then you also have a popular tagline, which is live unfazed. Tell us a bit about what exactly does that mean and how can we go about practicing living unfazed? Yeah, so so the word was really developed. Well, I I didn't think of the word, but it's really another word for being resilient. Mm -hmm. But it kind of came out of a place where, because I've been through so much in my youth, in my early years, so much trauma, so many trials, ups and downs, growing up in the city, growing up in, in, in D.C., you can imagine the things that I've seen, especially late 80s, early 90s. So, yeah, yeah. you know, just kind of going up, going through those moments and un- understanding that I had to overcome. And so I had to overcome a lot of grief and loss. So really, unfazed is just another word for being resilient on a superficial level. But on a deeper level, unfazed is really the capacity to move through the stages of grief and loss with power and authority. Unfazed is really the ability to remember the importance of that loss, but with a newfound sense of peace. So unfazed can do a lot of different things. It can mean a lot of different things to different people. But when you become unfazed, it's your inner strength helping you to rebound from a crisis such as a job loss or an illness, a disaster, a death of a loved one. So in other words, I mean, unfazed is the process of being uh, resilient. I really think about like uh, Matthew's. Yeah, hopefully I'm right. Matthew 6, 33, where, you know, the Bible says, first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added. And so when you looking at being resilient and understanding that you're seeking the kingdom of God and all these things are going to be added, then unfaith is going to put you in a position to receive that love, that peace, that patience, that kindness, that goodness, that faithfulness. Unfazed is going to understand that those trials and tribulations that you're going through was just your pruning process in order for you to receive the love of God. So that's what unfazed is. Excellent. And how do we overcome discouragement and disappointment? I think that's where you do. Um, It's kind of like just going back to seeking the kingdom of God, you know, and understanding what that is. If you understand what the kingdom of God is, you're understanding that God being our king, you're seeking his right to reign and rule over your life. You're submitting to that authority, his policies, his procedures, his way of doing things. You're, you're submitting to the king's commandments, you know? And so when you're seeking 
seeing the kingdom and his righteousness, that's where you start to receive all that love, that joy and peace. And that's going to really help you get to a place where you're overcoming that discouragement and that disappointment. Great. Got it. Got it. Good stuff. Good stuff, Tony. And I know moments ago we just talked about distractions and including God. Now I want to I want to get more into your business consulting services because I know that you mm-hmm. offer different guidance and, and pro, uh, not programs, but I know you have a couple of ebooks and things like that that you're getting ready to to release. Tell us a little bit about those services and how do they go about keeping people on track, so to speak, when it comes to like reaching their goals? Yeah, so for really my services, it's very loose. And so only things that I have that's like kind of incorporated is, you know, my real estate investments and stuff like that. But as far as like services, as far as like life coaching, empowerment coaching, counseling and stuff like that, you know, it's one of those things where if you reach out to me, the Lord gives me peace about helping you or whatever, that's what I do. I just help. And so I, I literally serve the people. But I say this not to everybody sitting here. Yeah, right. <laughs> but gotcha. I don't really look for any like financial reward or anything like that. Me, it's really for me just doing the you know the will of God and trying to help people realize their purpose and understanding that their purpose is really what's going to lead them to a place of accomplishing their goals and helping them to overcome whatever uh, obstacles they're having. One thing I. You know, I'm actually, in the next six weeks, I'm releasing uh, Jesus Coffee Volume 2. And when I was studying that, I realized that your blessings are attached to your divine assignment. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, your divine assignment is linked to your purpose. And if you're able to understand your purpose, that's going to be related to your passion. And that passion is going to be related to some pain. So it's going to be, that passion is going to be revealed to some pain. So if you take oh, wow. that back and think about some of the things that you went through, right? right? And like what led you to doing a podcast? What led you to opening up that business? It's something that, and you might not even know it, but something that you went through that gave you this pruning process, that gave you this idea. Say, so you know what? I would love to help people in this way. Mm-hmm. And that's what ministry is. It's just really serving the people of God. Right, right, right. I love that. And I know that you are absolutely correct in your desire to help people because I was snooping on your site and I noticed that you definitely have services that you're not even looking for compensation for. One of the things that I'm talking about is the prayer request, which I found yeah. very yeah. inspirational. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, and, you know, and that's one of the things, is, you know, I always, I try to think, oh, how can I serve people in a, in a, in a better way? You know, how can I take this to another level? And it's just something very simple. It's just pray for them. Right. You know, if you have something that's on your heart, something you're struggling with, you send a prayer request. And, you know, my team and I, we'll just, we'll print it out, we'll read it, and we'll pray for you. Like something very, very simple that anybody can do. But we're just offering it. We're putting it on the website and saying, look, just whatever's on your heart, send us a message. We're going to pray for you. That's how we serve. That's Excellent. That's excellent. Excellent. Let's talk a minute before we get ready to conclude. Tell us what, what do you enjoy most about Empire? And look at me, I'm, I'm twisted all over the place. <laughs> what do you enjoy most about uh, uplifting others and just, you know, being a source of encouragement? Yeah, I, you know, it, it kind of goes back to really, you know, that whole serving thing. For me, inspiration, motivating, empowering others aren't really 
um, the things that I enjoy. I just really enjoy serving others and helping them through their journey, helping individuals make great commitments to a great cause while overcoming great challenges so they can see the great success that God put in their heart. And so my starting point is that empowering, those those empowering quotes, so making sure you're feeling inspired and motivated. That's my starting point to get you to a place where you're making a great commitment for the great cause. You know, overcoming great challenges because you will have those challenges. Life is going to punch you in the gut every now and then. But I need you to overcome that so you can have great success because your great success is going to impact someone in in the future. It's going to impact your family. It's going to impact future generations. And so if I can help you on that journey, that's where I find my joy. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. All right. And before we get ready to close, for those of us who are interested, for the listeners that are interested and want to be able to know how they get to know more of how they can, you know, start their Bible studies or just get closer to God, what's a good first step? What would be a good first step? Because like you said, we tend to overcomplicate things when it comes to just having a relationship with God. Well, what would be a good first step? So, yeah, if you are already a believer, uh, you're a Christian, you know, spending time with God, carving out those 30 seconds that minute is a great first step. But if you really don't know where to start in trying to figure out who this God person is, I would honestly say find someone who can mentor you. I think a lot of times we try to go through things on our own, but we don't know what we're doing. So right. someone can easily say, you know, all right, well, read this book in the Bible, read these verses and stuff. But you don't understand it because you don't have the background or you don't have the experiences or you don't recognize what God has done for you. And so finding someone to help you mentor you, show you how to pray, show you how to fast, show you uh, what scriptures might help you in this season, give you help you get some more understanding while you're incorporating the Holy Spirit into that. I think that's a good place to start. If you really want to get closer to God, find someone that can coach you and mentor you, partner with someone. And it doesn't even have to be like that local pastor. Just find someone who's been in the game for a while, someone who's been a mature Christian for more than a hot minute. You yeah, know, right. Months. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so that's a great place to start right there. Excellent. Love it, Dr. Tony. All right. So we are wrapping up. Please let us know where we can find out more information about you. And um, for those of us that are interested in following you on LinkedIn, Twitter, and also Facebook, also feel free to leave your social handles. And if you have the release date for your upcoming projects, please mention those as well. Yeah, um, so you just find me. Um, it's my name, TonyWork.com. My social media handle is I am Tony Work. My last name is spelled W-A-R-R-I-C-K. So you can definitely find me there, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, you know, Instagram. I'm about to really start getting active on. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I have, I'm looking at roughly three to four books coming out this year. In the next six weeks, I'll be releasing Jesus of Coffee Volume 2. That's going to really be talking about self-discovery and what that looks like. And then I'm going to finally release that book.
Oh, that's perfect. All right. Well, no, that's that's definitely great news. And congratulations on all the wonderful upcoming releases. I'm sure they will end up being bestsellers as well. So we will definitely have to have you back to give us a recap as those events unfold. Dr. Tony, we appreciate it. And we uh, thank you for being here with us today. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.